0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode three of the Alternative Tones Podcast. And today's going to be a little different, or so to say. It's going to put a little advisory warning because it'll be a little more explicit and more mature content being discussed. So if you have any issues with that, just keep in mind. Right now, here's like a cutoff point when I'm listening, keep listening to or back out. But because today we're going to talk about the duo from New Orleans called Suicide Boys. Now, I'm going to kick us off a little differently. I just want to hear both of you guys' input of is hearing the name Suicide Boys. Like, the first impression you guys get from them.
1: I mean, uh, like, right away, you can kind of tell what their music is. You can have a general idea of what the themes of their music are going to be. It's going to be, like, darker more introspective maybe more angsty uh stuff like that but then when you actually see the the name like in text they use like a dollar sign for the s's which i mean that's pretty common in like hip-hop and stuff so then the combination of those two things you can get a general idea of what their music might be about how about you mike I mean, I kind of just—I
2: mean, I've never heard of them before now, um, but I'm just getting the impression that, like, like what Colin said, it's going to be a lot darker, and you know, the the lyrical content I'm assuming is going to be, uh, be a little bit more depressing than you know other artists out there. So, but looking forward to to hearing what they kind of have to say and. What kind of what their overall style
0: is, so I agree with both of you guys. they when you first hear the name, you definitely think of more depression and more darkest theme music, and that is safe to say true, but in certain ways, most of their songs are like that, and I feel like that's what makes them their own version of of alternative because. Mainstream hip hop and rap these days are more modern based, more talking about money, drugs, all the other stuff. And yes, Suicide Boys referenced that, but they do it in a darker tone, darker style. And I think this is my fall and take of it before I even get into it. They actually like rap about their music, I and mean, then there's no like repeating not like constant European parts like in today's modern rap and hip-hop. It's not based off a of chorus and beat. They actually have like the whole lyrics written out, entire song, that's not going back and forth between a certain part. And I think that's what makes them alternative and it definitely for sure makes them different from the modern day hip-hop. So to kick it right off, I'm going to talk about the Suicide Boys Rubita Cherry and Slim, they are cousins from New Orleans. Started out on SoundCloud, just like I'm probably always like all the same as every other rapper. But the reason why I bring that SoundCloud up is because they get thrown into the concept of what a SoundCloud rapper is, and they believe that I was reading an article that was on Complex.com, and they said that they don't believe they belong in that category because that category is for mumble rap and people of the likes of like little pump and people who just throw the word little in front of their name and call themselves a rapper on SoundCloud. They believe that they set the stage up for other people like Little Peep who I get I just kinda dissed him a little bit there by saying who put the word little in front of their name but I'll get back to Little Peep because He's like an exception for that. But they believe that they made what SoundCloud is or what it should be used for, and not just a way to try to make a label company come after you. They did it because they had a dream origin of what they wanted to do with their music, and they started out with SoundCloud, and then try and move up rather than just make the same style of music that everyone else in time was doing and hope that it gets signed by a label. But we're gonna kick it right off with a song. The first song we're gonna talk about right now is called Aliens or Ghosts. Now this is a song from one of their newer albums, released, I believe, earlier or later, mid-year last year. And it consists of about seven or eight songs. Aliens or Ghosts is no doubt the most popular song off this album. And the beginning lyrics are very if you haven't listened to So Tide Voice before, you're probably all like, oh, this is a weird intro. But if you have listened like I have for a long time and understood where they came from, understood how the music has evolved, the opening lyrics kinda like hint at something and that's something of so let's take a listen to Aliens Ghosts
2: parsed out into these rippity-dippity-rippity-dippity-rippity-dippity triplet flows. The Suicide Boy's formula is pretty obvious at this point, whether it be because you've heard some of the duo's previous EPs or you're familiar with the classic hip-hop albums that the duo pretty much use as inspiration.
0: Around the bat, it says the Suicide Boys formula is pretty obvious at this point, and and continues on saying whether it would be because you heard some of their duo's previous EPs or you're familiar with the classic hip hop albums that the duo pretty much used and as an in spot was gonna say inspiration before it was, the song started. Now, when I first heard that song, I was like, "Wait a minute, when let me replay our song like, like beginning." When you add because i use apple music and right when you start adding a lot of one artist or one duo group songs and you start listening to like the beginning melodies being beats you kind of see where you're you can kind of like predict of who it is or know instantly what song it is and listen by the snap of your fingers and i think that's kind of interesting because i heard this i was like oh i know suicide boys based off the kind of the first two seconds of how it began off with the music. And a lot of people before this album could tell Suicide Boy song by the first five, ten seconds of the beat or how it began. And that's I want to say that's kind of a good thing because you listen to a lot of the artists like Migos or someone else and the beginning beats are all kind of the same. And this is where I I put Suicide Boys away from every other artist in the rap or hip-hop genre. And I put them into alternative because you can tell it's them or someone who does the same style as them because it's not traditional. It doesn't come off with the the bass-boosted music or the beat-dropping. It's different. It's almost, it's like original. They come up with a different way to hear the song and when I heard this, I was like, oh, they're making reference to the point where everyone said every Suicide Boys song has a theme or it's kind of like the same, but they, they know it's Suicide Boys. I just found it interesting. Kind of wanted to mention that. But later in the song, they mentioned the Seventh Ward a few times, and that's because that, that has become a repetition symbol in all their songs, same with... Um, Black Sheep and the G59. Now Black Sheep is what they call themselves, and the reason why they call themselves is because they're ignored and not given the credit for all they do. And that also ties back into the SoundCloud part of where they believe that the credit for setting up SoundCloud what it is today, because years ago when they first started out, SoundCloud wasn't big, it wasn't used by a lot of. Um, big rappers at the time or big artists at the time in general and they believe that since they got out that this whole new generation is getting all the credit all the hype and all they do is throw the word little in front of their name. Well that's not the case for every artist because Little Peep who was inspired by Suicide Boys actually was supposed to be featured by the Suicide Boys on a song That got messed up, intercepted by a different company, and they never got the chance to actually do it. That's why I say Lil Peep is the the exception for it because Suicide Boys are supposed to bring him on in and kind of like feature him and set him up for himself. But then the reason why I believe that must be true and the reason why they did that is because they're back when SoundCloud first came out, everything was way for to kind of see who's asking us talent, while this and that, rather than everyone posting the same style of rap or same style of music. Just the name is different. Like, instead of, like, Little Barnacle or Little Juicebox Box and stuff like that, back when Suicide Boys were on SoundCloud, it was all these different artists putting out what they made, what they spend time on. Nowadays, where it's just, like, everyone has the same kind of beat off YouTube for free and different lyrics and different cook. And I believe that after Lil Peep got off SoundCloud, that's when it kind of died and that's where the whole Black Sheep's thing for Suicide Boys began because all the credit and credibility that SoundCloud has produced and risen, a big part of it is from them and they never got that credit back. They'll never, well, I've never heard anyone like thank Suicide Boys for setting up SoundCloud what it is today. But another big thing that makes Suicide Boys alternative is their, their versatility. That being in the rap genre or the rap part of alternative music doesn't just make them rap artists. And I couldn't put every song on here and show you the different melodies they use, the different style of rapping or singing they use in the song and the different intros, different, like, twists they put in mid-song or the different just overall tone of the song but I chose defense, the reason why I chose the song I chose that we're, we're going to discuss later on is because they started to use like metal or rock in their in their rap but kind of like twist it so a good example of that for at least metal is Killing Two Birds with 22 Stones now it's a pretty brutal title but I you hear off the start, you'll hear like that's gonna start off with, Hey kids, you wanna go to church and like, oh, let's going to church then turn it into the metal and then I'll turn to rap. So before we dive into that, let's just take a quick listen to that and get a little hint of what I'm talking about.
2: Hey kids, let's go to church <laughs>
0: So, after listening to that song, you can clearly tell that they don't use rap and beats. They actually go into a different kind of rap, and that's, people will call it metal rap, but I believe that they, that's also off the album with the same song as earlier as Energy Ghost. Those two songs on the same album that was produced with Travis Barker, and it's more of like a metal rap album, but, it just shows the versatility of Suicide Boys and how they aren't just rap group. They can incorporate a little bit of the metal sound into them and kind of work the way with that into it for a different crowd to bring them in instead of using their music to the same crowd over and over again. Now, when you say that Suicide Boys have a lot of depression-filled music, it's true and there's a lot of, like, depression mentioned, a lot of suicide mentioned, a lot of negative thoughts. But like I said before, that's what makes them alternative. You know, not everyone's the same. They use that kind of music because they're, they believe their lives are filled with that, or they have all those thoughts from early on, and that's inspired them to make that music. And for people like me growing up in hard times and taking a similar thought, I got into this music when I was no younger. Heard her first few, few songs. I was like, wow, I'm not the only one. What they're rapping about really actually does mean something to me. And then as I started listening to it more and more, I started like implementing what they said in my head. But it actually, instead of like people would think, oh, wouldn't that make you depressing your depression worse or push you to actually commit suicide? I'm like, no, that helps me out in a different way because I'm hearing it through someone else's words and I realized. Oh crap, I'm not the only one that these guys made it big and they have all the problems. So, why am I gonna let, like, why am I gonna let my press stop me from do what I wanna do? So, yeah, I got me listening to this music helped me keep pushing on. And now it went from helping me to actually like inspiring me to do more stuff. And I think every day I go by, listening listen to a few songs from them each day. And I'm really good, Really good, a uh, little clip it from the depression-filled music. It would be from "My Flaws Burn Through My Skin Like Demonic Flame from Hell." It's a pretty long song title, but I do believe that just from hearing that, you kind of get a little like depression-filled vibe off it, and I, I believe that's what it's meant to be. So let's take a quick listen to that song, and then we'll keep going with it. The lyrics that you just heard read, I see the reaper creeping as my blood is seeping, sleeping deeper through the night so I can face my demons. Now, most people they take away from that is they're seeing death and they're gonna die. I see it as, I saw my flaws, you know? And now that I realize the pain that my flaws have caused me, it's going deeper, I actually have to get up and actually face my demons, and I can do something about it. That's what I get from listening to that. But now, hearing what I got from that, what do you guys get from just hearing that little snippet of that song? I
1: mean, just the coming from like a theory, music theory perspective that it's all, like, minor. It's in, like, the minor key, the the instrumental part. Which is pretty uncommon for hip-hop. <coughs> um, usually, hip-hop is, like... <coughs> excuse me. It's, like, feel-good music or music to, like, get you pumped up. But this, you can definitely tell it's, like an outlet um, for uh, it's like an emotional outlet and you can tell mentally they're going through a lot of things when you listen to it and just like the vocals sometimes they yell lyrics uh, they rap like really aggressively Um, just like really heavily accented like they're really like beating the demons out
0: and I believe they did that on purpose because um, some other songs they really get into it and they really put their whole heart and soul into it because in that same on the same website when I was doing the interview they took a little break for a few months away from the scene and they came back right away and they were asked why did you take a break or how that felt and they and um, Ruby said well. I might, have been, I might have been wanting to, I forget who actually said it, but it was like we used to put in and out so many parts and pieces and songs every day or every week that when we took these months off, it felt like we were slacking or got laid off because we weren't doing anything for it, and it felt different. And I believe that the music that they put out not only like does whatever it does to the like listeners and because everyone listens to music for a different reason. But I believe that for them, it helps them and that it keeps them going because the fact that they said they were bored in those few months because they weren't putting out songs. You see most artists today when they're not making music throughout partying or out doing stuff, but for them to say they were bored and then the moment they started doing it back up, they went right back to all and truly so that they take pride in their music and then they love actually producing songs trying new things out of trying to make the next the next EP good and to me that shows dedication and actual love for what they do rather than just getting a paycheck of the day because let's be honest anyone who hit puts out a good hit song can make another one over time get all the money from that song put on an album with one or two good songs on it and call it a day but for them they want to perfect and they want to make sure that they like what they're putting out before they even put it out, that they're not too worried about the paycheck, but rather what's on the album itself than what they got back from it. Keeping depression-filled music in mind and tying back into what I said about Lil Peep, um, we all know the story of Lil Peep. He also does depression-filled music and everything. And he became really good friends with Suicide Boys. And a lot of people, before when of people was live compared to them, I always wanted like a combo or like a duo. Or, I don't know how you, a duo to come out with them in it. And that was actually publicly. And they were hoping it would get big because little Peep rose up really quick to where Suicide Boys did it. And I believe that's because little Peep got there pretty quick with his story and with his image rather than his lyrics and stuff. But, Pull off their When Lil Peep died, the Suicide Boys before were actually performing a concert when they heard it or heard about it, and they were like, "Oh crap!" Like they even sent the interview that it was a really sad time for them but they didn't know what to do. They were like little, they' were stunned overall, and their DJ at the time was really close friends with Peep. And to begin off with their concert, they played Lil Peep's one song called "Beamer Boy." We'll take a listen to in a second. And they said, of all their concerts and how aggressive or how depressed they sound, that when they played the song, it was the most emotional moment they ever witnessed at a concert from them. And from, from my perspective, because I went to a concert, their concerts get aggressive, they get violent with the mosh pits. Overall, it's like an aggressive time being at a concert. But for me to hear, that when they played the song, it was most one of the most emotional things they witnessed. That can only, like, mean a lot to, like, actually be there. And I wish I could, like, sing that because I can only imagine what everyone was actually going through when they heard the song. So let's have to take a listen to it. I feel like, I feel like it's a good little, how do you say, like, memento or praise for low little peep because I believe that for all Suicide Boy done for him, Also help Suicide Boys because, like I said, Lil Peep was inspired by them to make music, and if he never got inspired, we would never heard of him. So, let's take a minute and listen to Beamer Boy by Lil Peep. After hearing that, it's obvious that their depression or their like darker sense of music has inspired other people to do similar stuff or talk about other problems in their lives. Everyone who, all my friends went I played with, like played in the car, when I played from Suicide Boys, they'll be like, oh, they're just our darker depression from the music. They're nothing but pointless and depression. Like, That's not always true. They always have. A few songs that really do help or really do pump you up or something, or are depression film And I believe a good one of that is, um, it's called Meet Mr. Nice Guy, it's a different song. And I believe in my mind, actually, Bush was versatility because when I first heard the song, I wasn't expecting to hear what I heard. And I don't think anyone who heard this for the first time was expecting this. And this is off album. I want to die Live and Die in New Orleans, which is my favorite album from them entirely. The whole album has a bunch of good songs on it. And so well put together and my mind it was kind of molded around what they were. And when Suicide Boys came back never came back, but before their the last two albums dropped, there was a picture that Slick posted on Instagram saying, "Suicide Boys in 2013 was the best. Where I want them back, and I believe this album I want to live and die in Orleans, was their like their prime time thing, but I believe that's because that was their like blow up album. Because before that, they had a few songs that made it bigger, were kind of rose up, but nothing has ever really done for done anything for them besides." This album and Meet Mr Nice Guy was the most surprising song on the album, and so let's take a quick listen, see what you guys think, and we'll be back. after listening to that did you guys expect to hear that at all the like, sudden change in kind of like vocal style
2: honestly no <laughs> um but it was actually nice to hear that side of music that they put out um yeah i mean i i i liked um everything that i've heard so far but like what i just listened to i was just like yeah that's it, it, that would be something that i would listen to cuz i'm not a huge fan of rap music but um yeah that last song would definitely you know me into them
1: yeah the um it sounds a lot different from the rest of their stuff but it still has like their recognizable sound like they're just though like their voices are recognizable themselves but like the the beat it's still infectious like the rest of their songs and um just that instrumental in general is pretty it it sounds like suicide boys but then i was listen, i was listening to so they're that song they're singing they're they don't sing a lot from what I've listened to, so far at least, but um, specifically the the vocal harmonies, like they're singing, they're harmonizing in that, it reminds me a lot of like pop punk sort of sound, um, the way they were harmonizing, and just the melody itself, like that kind of major key singing like that, um, you can hear that influence how that influenced their melody, their harmony. Um, so you can, yeah, you can hear that versatility in this song as well, lyrically and musically.
0: I agree with both you guys 100%. And like I said, when I first heard a song, I wasn't expecting it. I really liked it, but I just wasn't expecting it. Especially because the song before that on the album was um was long gone which is another song they use kind of like a different vocal style with but it was more depressed filled with song because they were talking about diane saving themselves from the world but that song just hit me so off that was like, that song definitely shows that they are not afraid to take approaches or take a chance into a different style of rhythm or there's a different style of tone as well. Because when I listened to that song, I wasn't as so darkness in my body like I usually am. i listen to it. It's not a bad thing when I'm told that. It's just when you listen to music, you get into a certain zone. But when I heard that song, I kind of changed zones a little because it was a lighter, more, kind of most positive kind of tone, so to say. But moving on to the next song, it's called Pairs. Now, and you can ask any Suicide Boys fan or anyone who's heard Suicide Boys in general, most likely, to ask them, name my songs that was someone to listened to, get into one more, name a big song from them for people to recognize them by. And nine times out of 10, people are going to name Paris because Paris became most likely their biggest song they have one of the biggest songs they ever put out and at every concert that I've seen online because before my concert I watched a lot of their previous concerts so I kinda to kind of get see what I'm going to get myself into what to expect and even my own concert Paris was the most waited for song like every song before that had a small mosh bit but this song they actually got to take a break and tell people that everyone who did want to mosh to stand all the way back to get into like a big circle and just stay safe because the moment that that we started playing everyone started running every the whole mosh pit began and no doubt in my mind is probably the best song i've ever heard in a concert as because when i was watching them on stage they were getting into it the crowd was wild into it and i just believe that this song when it's played at a concert is a whole different scene from the rest of the contract itself. So let's take a lesson to pairs. So yeah, listening to that, at first break, all right, this is their song, but that song is probably their biggest song. And when you're listening to that, you hear the aggressiveness, you hear how kind of how how hard they're going. And to me, that's a perfect mosh Pit song. And apparently, to everyone else I've ever seen in the video or at the concert. That's the song you mosh to. That's the go to. Because when I looked up top 10 mosh pit songs, they listed a lot of like metal songs or anything. But then when you go on YouTube and type in mosh pits or like like really like aggressive mosh pits or something, you'll see like not a lot of metal songs. But then you'll see Suicide Boys Paris come up. And then once you watch that one time and look down, you'll see a whole feed of suggested videos of Paris, mosh pits, or Suicide Boys plays Paris and Moshpits break out. Just random places. I just was amazed by all the videos I saw of people playing this song and Moshpits anywhere or everywhere they go. But, um... So, the versatility is definitely real. And... From Killing Two Birds with 22 Stones, Alien and Ghost, Meet some a Nice Guy to Paris, there's a whole different scheme. Now, some people are like listening and probably thinking... Oh, it's similar in each way, yeah. But I believe that's their kind of like their theme, to their way of making sure everyone knows that's their music. But the approaches and different tones they take in each song shows that they aren't afraid to branch out, to try new things, try new combinations in their song and just try to see what works. And like I said earlier, it wouldn't be on their album or be produced if they didn't like it or they didn't think it was going to be something. Because I listened to almost every song ever from Suicide Boys, and I can tell in each one, they made sure it was perfect before releasing because all the time they spent in the studio recording it, I don't think they would waste to put out a crappy song. Because at the end of the day, when they came back, you know, wanted to get back into making music, I don't think they would come back just to make a crappy song or a song that didn't actually matter to them. But before we end it, We're going to take a last song. Look look at a last song here. It's called Antarctica. Now, this song, unfortunately, you can only find on YouTube or one of those weird little sites that have every song ever. It's not on Spotify. It's not on Apple Music. It's not on Pandora. Actually, it is on Pandora. I found that recently. But you cannot search for it. It just randomly pops up. which stinks. But Spotify and Apple Music do not have a song. And that's because the beat or the overall style of the song was actually like copyrighted because it was sampled from um, Dead Mouse and unfortunately it never got approved. And so it got taken off Apple Music and Spotify right away. But this song, in my mind, is my, my favorite song from them. It shows that they can talk about depression, talk about death. But yet, still kind of be aggressive with it and still definitely vocal in their words and language when they're talking about it that they aren't afraid to talk about Although they'll just come out and say, it, Hey, yeah. Um, Just spoke with Death and said he hopes for the best, but I told him I'm robbing my neck. Those are three lines from Antarctica that I found very unusual. Because I heard a song when I was first getting into Suicide Boys, and I was like, Huh comparing the music that's definitely different no other rapper or artist talks about this stuff as Suicide Boy does and again that makes them them that shows them that they are afraid of the music they put out so let's take a listen to Antarctica and then we'll wrap it up
1: my purse wasn't
2: the fuck from me i hate i try to see that to after
1: hearing
0: that it's obvious that they have overall theme talking about all the depressed, dark, stuff that you would talk about in the song, but the one line that really got me in the song was, get the fuck away from me. I hate all of you faithfully. When I heard that, I kind of just listened to the rest of the song and replayed the song maybe two or three times. Because it's a short song, don't get me wrong, but to me, it compelled me and it really hooked me on to it. And I believe that if it wasn't for this song, I would've never really gotten into Suicide Boys as much or would have become the biggest fan, like I did. But this song, the fact that I can only find it on YouTube and that every time I'm listening to Suicide Boys, I pause where i want, on, open up YouTube, play the song, and go back to my playlist on album music. To me, this is one of the biggest songs that they have produced one of the best songs they've put out. And I was actually like lucky enough to see it at the concert because even though it's not on Spotify Opera Music, they still have the right to play it at their concerts and which is a really cool sight to see and I really love hearing it live and seeing it and I love that I can still listen to it on YouTube. But um after hearing everything that we heard, what would you guys would you guys classify as Suicide Boys as alternative?
1: Yeah, like the in the realm of hip hop and rap and stuff, I definitely think they'd be considered alternative just because they sound a lot different than um, the mainstream, I guess. Like especially that last song. I think that was a really good choice of sample for the for that group because it was kind of like a moody sounding sort of sample. And that's a lot of the, what their music is. Um, but yeah, just like their lyrical content. Um, even their kind of, like, the vo- their voices when they rap is pretty different. Like, they put a lot of emotion into it. Um, most rap and hip-hop I used- listen to usually, sometimes they'll do like a different voice as a character. Or they're kind of it's like their rapper voice, like their, it's like an aggressive voice or whatever. Yeah. They, they just, they definitely set themselves apart.
2: Yeah, no, I, I agree with what you said. I mean, obviously the lyrical content of their songs sets them apart from on the radio and like what's mainstream, but definitely like the delivery of like how they're getting the the lyrics across, and even stylistics like the 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 way that the song kind of plays out is not what you expect, and it's definitely different than again like any mainstream hip hop artist. So yeah, I would definitely classify them as alternative. But I'd say that they're probably like alternative hip hop, though.
0: So. And that will conclude episode three of the Alternative Tones podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and see you down the road.